Aloha no kaho. This is Hawaiian at Home, a podcast dedicated to encouraging Hawaiian language learners and speakers to keep on their journey. We are a family of five, and we made it a goal before we had kids to make Hawaiian the language of our home. And so it's been seven years we've been able to do that, but it has not been easy, and it continues to not be easy. And there's just lots of things that we've experienced to learn along the way. So those are the stories we'd like to share with you. Thank you for listening, and here is the episode. Aloha no kaku. I'm Emily, and I'm here with Malu. Aloha mate. And today we're going to be talking about habits, and good ones, some bad ones, and how that affects learning Hawaiian. So, the reason why I chose this topic today was because one of our friends just recently had a baby, as so many of us can relate to. And they've expressed this before that they want to speak Hawaiian in their home. So going back to our story, mm-hmm. we started learning. We started speaking Hawaiian when we had our kids. And it, we spoke it with them, and that's kind of how it started for our family, right? So I was thinking about this family. They have this new baby. They're excited. They love the baby. And I was thinking, wow, the like, one advice that I give the most often to anyone who's ever like, how do I learn Hawaiian? Or like, how do I speak it with my kids? Is literally like just establish the habit of speaking. Can you relate to? Do you, you know? Do you know what I'm? Ta- do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> Have you ever I given that? In, sorry. Have you ever given that specific piece of advice, or is that just something that I? No. Okay. Well, we can discuss. I don't it. talk to a lot of people about their kids necessarily. <laughs> okay. I don't get well. It, that's very. That's extremely specific to only like a handful of people that I've known that want to that are about to have a child and they want to have Hawaiian to be the language of the house. Well, so there's really only a handful of people. So not that one specifically, no. But I give another piece yeah. of advice for them. Well, sometimes it's not like they're having a baby. Sometimes their baby's only one or two years old. It's mm-hmm. the the that kind of that situation where parents want to speak it with their kids and then they just don't no, really know where to start. I just say that well if your kid's going to speak then you have to I don't I'm not we, well you and I just did it that, the way you explained it it would never popped into my mind that we would send our kid to school to learn a language and that we would never jump on board mm-hmm. so we just kind of attacked it from a completely different perspective so that's what I that's what I say. It's just like it, it's been a really effective for our family, and we know a few families that have done it. That was after we mm-hmm. had already kind of done it for a few years. We've hunt other families that have done something similar, so it's effective. But the whole family has to do it, and and the parents teach the children all of the values that they're going to learn. Hopefully, <laughs> um, so they should be at the front. You know, they should be leading the charge when it comes to revitalizing the language. Yeah. Not the other way around. Our children don't teach us our values. They don't teach. They don't teach me nothing. nothing. That's not true. <laughs> but we lead our children, right? We yeah. don't just give a a big responsibility to a child like that and just expect them to be successful in guiding us. Yeah, I think yeah. the underlying principle is the same, though. What, what you're talking about, what I'm talking about, I'm because just you asked right. So I'm so I'm, so I'm re uh, rephrasing that <clears throat> when I say like. I think the biggest thing you can do is just build that habit of speaking Hawaiian to your child mm-hmm. from birth. Mm-hmm. But same thing, if if your kids already speak Hawaiian or they're going to immersion or whatever and you want to speak with them, 
it's building that habit of, okay, start speaking with them yeah, then. Just so start, just do as much Hawaiian as you possibly can. Yeah. So kind of, and I think this is a, the same across the board with whatever you're trying to do. Habits and building habits and good habits is really how you become successful in any sort of thing that you do. So I wanted, yeah, consistency habits. So I wanted to bring up a few bad habits that I've seen and we can talk about those and you can bring up some as well. And then I've got some good habits. Okay, so starting with the bad. Starting with the bad. One of the first poor habits, we'll say poor habits, is (laughs) unrealistic expectations. I think yes. it's a very poor habit. I have <laughs> that habit have across in, in all aspects Good. of my life. Yeah. And good. it's a bad habit. Why? Why is that one a poor habit? you constantly fail. You never accomplish oh, anything. Ouch, my heart hurts. So you're just like, then you just give up. Yeah. Because you never accomplish. Let's say you've set like three goals. You didn't accomplish any of them. So the thought of coming up with another goal that you're not going to accomplish is discouraging to say the least so you have to set yeah attainable goals realistic ones yeah otherwise you're not going to get anywhere but then there's a balance right because then there's setting extremely attainable goals that are too easy right if you have goals that are far too easy you're still not really progressing Mm -hmm. that much in my opinion so you got to find a balance so yeah, I think you summed that one up okay. pretty well. That, that one. And maybe I would add here, which people get into, is the comparison game. You know, of like, well, look at this person, what they're doing and their habits, and then what am I doing? And then comparing yourself can be discouraging as well. So I think this whole the expectations, looping into what's realistic, what you can do, what you can't do, being your, self-aware, your strengths, your weaknesses. Your strengths, your weaknesses yeah. You, so lean your strengths. Yeah, lean into your strengths. Yeah. Into your strengths and set attainable goals. Set attainable goals. Like, I'm a talker, so I should set more goals that include going out and talking to people in the community or people who speak Hawaiian, because I would enjoy that. That would be a more realistic goal for me. You, on the other hand, well, mm. you do all the things with do, Hawaiian well, language, but listener. you're a good, li- you're a great I'm listener, and you also like to read. I hate to read those old newspapers okay. unless I have yeah. to. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I feel like your strength in Hawaiian is across the board, though. Yeah, I don't but trying to lean on, about... lean on your strengths. Okay, I don't know about that. Okay, why? What are you, what are you pushing back on? I'm not saying lean on your strengths and only do one of these things. You yeah. have to listen, read, write, and speak in a language to this become true. proficient, fluent, and or master the language. You have to do those things. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay, so let's... I mean, well... You're right. Let's cut out what I said, and let's just go back to... To master it, I'd say you got to do all four like that. If you want to be proficient or fluent, you could just listen and speak. Um, It's really difficult for adults. It's easier for a child... Like, if we all think about ourselves as children, we just were around the language, our first language. We listened to it all day long, and then we started to say things. Most... Adults are, are not going to have that experience. Well, most Hawaiian, most people learning Hawaiian are not going to have that experience. So it's kind of unrealistic. Right. So that's why I always say you got to do all four of those things. You have to pr- yeah. work on it because it's that's how you're immersing yourself, right? It, learning a language in immersion is like the best thing, the best way that you can learn. Well, unfortunately, there's not a large community. There's not large communities of Hawaiian speakers that you can just go sit around with. You know, you can't go have a drink with them. 
you can't go play music with them, you can't go play soccer with them, you can't go buy something from them at the store. So the way that you have to learn it nowadays is studying it that way. You have to listen, read, write, and attempt to speak in a language. Right. So you got to do it all. Regardless of whether you like one more or the other, I'm not, I don't write all that much. So that's the one I do least. But the rest of them, I think, are, is pretty even. I, but uh, I probably listen most, then I read and speak, or, um, and writing is my least. Well, thanks for the clarification. I agree. It is good mm -hmm. to do all those things. But set. So that first one, setting unrealistic expectations. Yes, don't do that. Don't do that. Next poor habit I wrote down was getting knowledge from a shallow well. Okay. Poor habit. That beautiful imagery there. Meaning, yeah, so little, yeah. meaning, if you are looking to learn Hawaiian, where are you, where are you constantly going to mm, to learn okay. Hawaiian? Uh, so, if you're always going to like one particular social media account, maybe it's Kaalala, or <laughs> maybe it's another one, or maybe it's mine. Or if you're always going to flashcards that a company put out. Or, you know, Duolingo, you know, you hear from people. talking about like a shallow or just a one source? Just wait. Okay. I feel like I'll get to it. So it's a habit, right? So I think people are habitual. So what do they go to constantly as their learning source? Mm -hmm. Okay. And a poor habit would be going to sources that are basically the best sources you can go to are native speakers, which we've talked about on the podcast many times resources that have recordings, writings from native speakers. That's going to be your best habit. Go to those sources. Going to other sources... The well you, gets more shallow. The well gets more sure. shallow. Including, including our own really content. Well of knowledge. They really do. Second language speakers are just going to have less. Yep. I mean, I mean, I know people, second language speakers that have decades in the language, so they're really smart and they know the language inside and out. But not completely. And then there's, they have discussions with native speakers and, and they, they're still learning new things. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing this for decades. So that's, yeah. my, that's the evidence that I'll bring to the table for, for that. Is that yeah, the deepest well is going to be a native speaker. Mm -hmm. And people that have decades of experience, specifically who have studied native speech, they're going to, have, they're going to be your second best. Mm -hmm. And then there's everybody else. Yeah. So you might not have those options of the deep wells to learn from, but then I would say just keep in mind, like whatever, whatever resources are available to you, keep in mind what kinds of resources they are. And if you get in the future an opportunity to learn from a native speaker or second language speaker that's close to native speakers or people who have been learning for decades and in those, what we what you just talked about, uh, then if they say something, maybe replace it with something you've learned before. Because I think it's a poor habit when someone learns something as a kid from maybe yeah. something that wasn't the best source, but just because that was their kumu or whatever, right. you know, they, they, they hold on to that for, yeah. and they perpetuate it and they pass it on to right. their students, their kids, right. their community, right. um, which is understandable. I'm probably, I've probably done that as well, but it's a bad, it's a poor habit for the Hawaiian language as a whole for sure okay next is putting putting it on your kids to do which actually sometimes i do because peely has an incredible memory and she remembers the random words that you tell her 
like some of the most random things you've told her. She she knows the words. So sometimes, this is a, so sometimes I'll ask her, Peely, what's the word for this? Or Peely, what's the word for that? But I wanted to, so poor habit, but I wanted yes. to say on a deeper level, when we touched on this earlier, it is a poor habit to always rely on your kids to lead the Hawaiian language in your home, which we kind of already talked about. Yeah. Did you want to say anything more on that? No, well, yeah, I think it just, for us specifically, we've given them this language. So if you're constantly asking her a word, well, I guess if you forget a word, that's, that's if you could forget a word, you know that's different. If it's a word that you really don't know, um, then it kind of messes the hierarchy a mm -hmm. little bit of like parent and child. And it's our responsibility to to continue to elevate our language abilities so that they can get to that point, right? They're, never, they're not gonna get, they're not gonna exceed us. They're not gonna ex exceed our language abilities. We are the bar. So if it's low, that's where they're gonna end up. I don't know about that. Cause I would say you exceeded your parents in their language abilities. So what do you mean by no, that? They didn't even attempt. But that's what I mean, like our kids could when they grow up exceed our level, they totally could just because we didn't, I don't know if maybe I'm not understanding, but I don't necessarily agree just with that. talking about their, their competency. So if you have low competency of the language as you're raising your kids, our kids are all under six years old, they will have a low competency. They, they're, not a, they're not getting it from anybody else. You know what I mean? Okay. So maybe specific. And most people have, people, when you talk about people that speak Hawaiian, most people are at a beginner and intermediate level. Not a lot of people that are over that to like an advanced level or mastery. Very few that have like, I would say that master it. So even if they're talking to other people, the competency is very low, right? <clears throat> so here in our house, we have the control, I guess, over it of how high or low it can be. That's more so, I guess, what I was trying okay, to Okay, I see what you're saying. So that's what I was saying. So I guess I didn't have enough context when I said that. Yeah. They're not going to exceed us because they're getting it like 95% of their, you know, language skills in Hawaiian are coming from us. Maybe like 99%, I don't know. Yeah. So specifically, while they're in our home being yeah. raised by us, yeah. they can only strive so high as yeah, we strive. Yeah, but it also goes to any person learning, like if they're immersing kids. Well, if the, the teachers have a low competency, then the, ch the children are only going to get that. They're not going to get it from mom and dad who don't speak. They're not going to get it from grandma who doesn't speak. They're only getting it from their source or sources. And if it's a low level, then they can't, they can't exceed that. Mm -hmm. Unless At that time, period of time. Yeah. I mean, they can find other resources. There's tons of native-speaking resources that they could go listen to. There's tons of mm -hmm. old newspapers they can go read. They can read the Bible, too. But if they're not going to touch any of those resources, then they're solely getting it from these individuals. And if it's low, it's low. And like I said, most of it is. It's lower competency, intermediate level. Yeah, that's the truth about it. When I have contact, when I have contact with teachers from all different places. <clears throat> it's just very difficult to to get to higher levels given the systems of learning and institutions of learning that we have for the language. So it's not 100% on them, but I mean, that's just what you're dealing with. There's a lot of 
a lot of holes, a lot of issues, and we got to find more solutions. That's, I like that. We do have to find more solutions. Mm -hmm. The next one on the poor habit list is coming up with excuses <laughs> like, I'm too old, I'm too busy, I'm too... I'm not good with languages. Yeah. I'm trying to think Giving of ones I've... Before you even started a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But like, yeah, a little bit like that. But these, just the coming up with the excuses, and those, yeah. are, those are some of the ones I hear a lot. I know a lot of kupuna who would like to learn, but they say, oh, I'm too old. My brain can't. Uh, I got a I'm too busy, which is, one, which is one I can relate to of being feeling too busy. That's yeah, why two, I don't... I've got two that are in their older years, and they're... Speak. Being too busy, so that's um, one I use for not improving. Uh, and then what was the one I said? Oh, my brain. I'm not good with languages. Like, I, this is just not something. Yeah. This specific thing is not for me. <laughs> Which is kind of funny when anyone speaks a language. Because if you learn one language, you have the ability to learn. It's yeah, not it's like just, it's not like saying, I'm not good at ice skating. Which is something that humans don't have to do ever in their life but you know communicating anyways that I feel like that was a little tangent okay so coming up with excuses yeah <laughs> is that all you're gonna say coming up with excuses it's a poor yeah, habit pause. well it's just I thought you were trying to say something earlier okay <laughs> and then one last poor habit and then you can add any that you might have is reverting to full English so poor habit in the sense of we've talked about this before sometimes if we don't know the word or the verb or something very specific we will insert that in the sentence like here's a poor example but or like you could say bowling alley maybe so it's like we went to the bowling alley and i didn't know the word for bowling alley so bowling alley maybe you know the word for that which is why you're making a face no i'm just but i think that's perfectly fine so reverting, but reverting to full English is like, if I want to say that to you, and I'm like, oh, I don't know the word for bowling alley. Ah, oh, okay, I'm just going to say the whole thing in English. So poor habit there. That one, I experience a lot with other people who know that we speak. So they'll be like, oh, you speak, I speak a little. And then we'll start talking to them, or I'll start talking to them. And they'll, they'll re respond in like the first sentence back in Hawaiian. And then they'll go straight back to English. That might just be all they can do, though. No, for some, maybe it's not the, some we get a few sentences in, and as it gets a little rocky, they'd give up on trying and just go to what's easier. Yeah. Now, do you have any other poor habits that you'd like to add to the list? Just for learning the language in general? What, what else? What? Well, like, you can be very specific as to, like, what, we, what we, we've talked about raising your kids in the language. So there's poor habits specifically there. <clears throat> Whatever comes to mind when I say poor habits and what we've already discussed. No, I don't have any right now. Okay. Good habits. Can be thinking about some good ones. Deciding, I think this is a good habit that we implemented when we were just learning. Dedicating or setting time to learn or to speak Hawaiian. Not so to learn, but to speak. And then even people. So for example we only speak hawaiian to our kids and yeah. honestly if you and i made that pact of only speaking hawaiian to each other that would probably be really good for me and for you 
Um, or sometimes I've asked specific friends. Or we have specific friends that we only speak Hawaiian to. Yeah. And sometimes I've asked friends who I know speak Hawaiian, like, hey, could we speak Hawaiian a little bit more when we talk to each other? Which sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. So it's, so setting, like, making that known beforehand. Yeah. You just have to say it and put it yeah. out there. Yeah. That's a good habit. Now, another good habit is mixing in Hawaiian into something that you already do. So, for example, if you already write in your journal every day, you're already doing that. That's already a good habit. That's a habit you already have. So why don't you write a little bit in Hawaiian? Because you're already doing that. Uh, you, can you think of a habit that, let's see, if you listen to music or if you listen to anything, mixing in a native speaker or maybe yeah. even Hawaiian music. I think um, specifically from like a beginner's perspective to get to a conversational level, I would set a habit of how often you study. For me, it was every day. So if you're if you're like me and you're highly self motivated and committed, then you could do it every day. The time of like each day, I, I didn't necessarily have like a like I must study for one hour, like a specific time for the day uh, or length of study, but I just did it every day. So <clears throat> that's something I would suggest is. You gotta have, you gotta be consistent with it. I mean, that's true with every anything you're gonna learn. So yeah. that's a good habit to set. Is I'm a beginner. Maybe you're intermediate and you and you want to become fluent. It's the same thing. How often are you gonna study every week? Because you can't take a full week off and a full month off. That'd be nice. You know. Yep. You gotta stick with it until you get to that goal. Yep. Another good habit is your situation, your environment is a better word. So surrounding yourself with some friends, oh, yeah. community members that speak or, or got to have a community. <laughs> Maybe it's your partner or your kids or your grandma, but you know, good habit being bringing those people around, going to places, participating in community events where those people will be there. Cause I'll have to say for me, Whenever I'm feeling like not motivated, if I'm around speakers outside, that always re-sparks mm -hmm. the passion inside of me to, to keep going. So your environment. And then I put adding, to, adding it to work or home, which is a little similar to mixing it in, but you know, for adding it to work, maybe you're a teacher, just a regular not Hawaiian language teacher. Maybe you can add in some Hawaiian words or some, here, mm. you know, adding, just finding ways to add it into your life or at home. Some people I know have labeled things in their kitchen mm. before, which I think is great. Uh, maybe playing some games, Hawaiian games. There's a few things like that. Last good habit that I have to share is to read your weekly emails. Which is actually a habit that I have that I didn't even set up out to have. It just so happens that I get it every week and I read your email every week and I really do enjoy reading your email every week. And there's even weeks where I like see it pop up and I'm like, oh, I don't have time to read it. But then I'll read the first line and I'll like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then I'll end up reading the whole mm -hmm. thing. So that's a good, <laughs> that's a good little habit that you actually have of putting yeah. it out every week, which helps people like me. 
Do you have anything to add on the good habit list? Oh, I think I added one. Um, oh, well, we talked about setting, don't send or set unrealistic goals, mm -hmm. set attainable ones. So I think set good goals um, and find ways to really like accomplish them. I can't think of anything specific. I didn't come prepared for this. That's okay. That, maybe that means that you agree with all the things I've said, which would be quite amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we can't reinforce enough how important good habits are and how important getting rid of bad habits also is in your success in learning Hawaiian. Mahalo i ho'olohe ana i ke Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you found it helpful and encouraging. And if you did, then we would love to hear from you. Please leave us a review, send us a message on Instagram, or share this episode with a friend. Mahalo nui. Aloha.